The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hey everybody, I am John Clark. Welcome to the Takeoff Podcast, and we're talking about the Eagles draft. We saw unanimously most draft experts give the birds an A or an A minus, A plus for their draft, grades I never saw in high school or any other era of my life. But straight A's for the Eagles in this draft. They got seven players. They traded for the Philly kid from St. Joe's Prep, DeAndre Swift, and they signed a whole bunch of undrafted free agents. So we've got an interview here, a conversation with Howie Roseman, the man who made the decisions for the Eagles. We've got Ross Tucker talking about the draft, what he thinks of it, and Jalen Carter, the Eagles pick that they got at nine. A lot of people think he's the most dominating player in the draft. So here are these conversations. And may I remind you, these aired on NBC10's Eagles Blueprint Special. We will have the Eagles preseason games on NBC10. And that is almost like three and a half months away. So we're getting close. We can start to feel it. Enjoy these draft conversations. All right, Howie Roseman joining us now. And first, take me back when you went down to Georgia and you got a look at Jordan Davis. Did you guys set your sights on Jalen Carter at that time? And could you imagine actually getting him, having the 10th pick originally? Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. When, when we went down to Georgia, I, I wasn't really anticipating us having a pick that high to, to get Jalen Carter because we knew what kind of player he was. And, and um feel really fortunate that we were able to come out of that draft last year with Jordan and Nicobe and uh, those guys, I think, are, are going to be good players for us for a long time. And um, I think our scouts did a tremendous job of all these guys uh, that we went through here the last couple of nights. And uh, I think we had a really good process. And obviously, for us, the, the results will speak for themselves as we go forward here. So obviously, a lot of people are saying he may be the most dominating player in the draft, talking about Jalen Carter. How do you get past when somebody has an off-the-field mm-hmm. incident and maybe a little bit of question about work ethic or practice habits and things like that? Yeah, we got to do our research, and that starts with our scouts. That starts with Dom. You know, we've talked a lot about Dom and the role that he has here because it's a big role, and um, we have a lot of trust in the research he does on guys, the research our scouts do on guys, and uh, we also understand that we have to develop the people as much as the players, and so... Uh, for us, these guys are 22 years old. I mean, you and I know uh, 22. It's different. Let no, us know different. what you were it's, doing. It's, it's different, you know. And um, I, I think we got to take that into account and know they're not fully developed. And, and we have a lot of trust in the people in this building to develop players on the field and off the field. And so that's our responsibility when they come here to develop them. And that process will start next week when they come. To get Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith in the first round. Could you have imagined coming out of the first round with those two players? Yeah, really excited about those two guys. I, I think they fit our philosophy. You know, obviously the O-line and D-line are, are a huge part of what we do and who we are. And so to start off the draft with that, you know, I think a lot of times the first round sets the tone for the draft. And uh, when you get guys that everyone in the building's really excited about, sometimes it, it kind of propels momentum, day two, day three, and just... Um, again, you know, all we could look at is our process right now because 
Nobody's played a snap. You know, uh, nobody's done anything in the National Football League yet. But we can look at our process and, and the people around that. And, and I'm proud of both those things. You have a culture here. And then when you see the Alabama guys that came in, mm-hmm. Devontae Smith, when he wins the NFC title game, he says, job's not done. Right. Jalen Hurts and those guys say, we get it from Alabama. Georgia, same thing. How much are you buying into having players coming from programs like that and the culture they bring? Yeah, sure. And and we have our own culture, you know, and I'm proud of the culture that we have and the work ethic that, that we have in this building. And, and I think that starts up top. That starts with our owner. Um, and it filters down. And, and our job is to make sure that we're doing everything possible to make this city proud. And we do that with our work ethic. We do that with our, our attention to detail. Um, we do that with our commitment to do the right things uh, on and off the field. And that transcends, you know, just not just playing, that transcends all of us in the building. And so um, that's where it starts. And then after that, obviously, you need talent. You know, unfortunately, um, I can't play. Maybe you can. You think you can play in the national football? I no can't. Uh, well, so Kicker, you need something. talent. You need talent. Yeah. Can you get can you uh, a little bit? Yeah. So <laughs> I, I think that's an important part, too. And when you get those things going, you're rolling. And uh, we have a lot of people in this building on this team who are talented guys who have tremendous work ethic and uh, want to help lead these young guys who want to show them our way of doing things. And um, that, to me, is what legacy is about. And when you have players who've been here for a long time and care uh, as much about what's on the front of their jersey as what's on the back, uh, I think that's important. Two final questions for you. DeAndre Swift, to bring him back mm-hmm. home, you have to have the flexibility. Did you also sense in the running back market there could be an opportunity like this that comes up? Yeah, I think the it really the first thing we look at is we liked our running back room. You know, that wasn't a position that we were actively looking to upgrade. You know, we're looking to always upgrade the roster, but we like the running backs that we have on the team. I think this was a unique situation. You know, obviously uh, the player first. You look, you watch the tape. We saw it week one. I mean, he's explosive through the hole. He's a big play, uh, whether in the pass game or the run game. Um, he's got vision. He's got acceleration. And then what's cool is he's a St. Joe's prep guy. You know, this is a Philly kid who we followed in high school. Um, you know, he was in the facility when he was a high schooler. When we called him today to just, you know, welcome to Philly. Um, it was almost like welcoming another draft pick. You know, just the emotion that he had to come back home. And, um, you know, a kid like that is going to give us everything he's got and do whatever he can for this team to help us reach our goals. And just excited about that opportunity. You were a Super Bowl team last season. Very few teams get a 10th pick. You set the team Mm -hmm. up with that. You lost a bunch of players in free agency, Mm -hmm. though. Do you think with this draft you've been able to replenish a lot of that that you lost? Well, we'll see. You know, I mean, that was a special team that we had last year, and I I don't want to get into the comparison game when we haven't gotten onto the field yet. We got a lot of work to do. We got a lot of time to do it. And uh, I think we got to come together as a football team before we put any expectations on what we're going to do. And, um, you know, this is this is the hard part now. This is where the work starts. And, um, you know, a, anything that looks good on paper has to look good when you start applying it. And uh, I'm excited about the opportunity that we have. And I wish the season was starting next week because um, I'm excited about the people that we have here. But uh, we know we got a lot of work to do. And we look forward to the Howie Roseman Nick Sirianni podcast coming out someday. You guys are getting pretty good experience. At yeah, the, uh... I appreciate that, John. You know, I did one podcast and uh, I may be retired from podcast for a little bit. Podcast and a shot, right? Yeah, let's Thanks go. a lot. Appreciate, appreciate your time. It. Thank you. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. 
and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, congratulations to Jalen Carter. Your dreams have come true. Take us back to that moment when you hear your name called and the reaction your family had. Yeah, it was crazy. Actually, I didn't hear my name called. My family was yelling so loud, but it was an awesome moment. And I'm so happy that you know, I see the smiles on their faces and the journey that we, uh, we took to get here. We saw all the tears in your eyes. Tell us about the emotion that overcame you. Yeah, you know, I was trying to hold them back. And then I, I started seeing everybody else tear up. And, you know, that's when they just started pouring out. And, you know, it happened. So you're going to be teammates with Jordan Davis, your teammate at Georgia. How special is that? It's very special. Me and Jordan Davis had a close connection, very close connection. And now that we could team up in the NFL, it's, it's very good. What does he mean to you? And what did he do for you? He's a brother. And he taught me the game. You know, in college, he taught me the ways where I need to change my stance or add to my, to my pass rush moves or anything like that. And, and I feel like he could teach me a little something to lead. You also told me he taught you how to be a man. Was it tough love with you? What was he saying to you? No, he just kept it real with me. You know, if uh, he felt like I didn't do or see me not moving fast or doing certain things that, you know, that I should be doing because they felt like I could be the best that I could be, uh, he'll let me know. And, you know, that I felt that that was keeping it real and that was being a man about, it, you know, with me. Yeah. Remember your head coach Kirby talked about you getting hurt last year and you came back. Some other guys may not have. Why did you need to come back? Uh, you know, one is because I wanted to go back to back, and one was from uh, another one was from our team. You know, we, I had a co- close connection with everybody on the team. You know, I told them as soon as I got hurt, I told them, you know, I'm coming back. You know, I'm come back as fast as I can. You know, we go win another one, go back to back. So, have you been winning your whole entire life at every single level? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gonna get that done in the NFL? Yes, sir. That's the plan. How about Philadelphia? When you visited the city, you visited the team. What kind of vibe did you get from the team and the surroundings? It was a good vibe. You know, I felt good when I got there, and I, I felt good when I left. You know, uh, you know, that's why I felt strong that, you know, Philly would be one of the teams I go to. Now you told me that if you were there at 10, the Eagles would take you. How did you know? I don't know. It was just, I think it was just a visit, you know, uh, talking to everybody, D-line D- coach, defense coordinator, you know, GM and everybody, head coach. You know, I think, it, you know, you just get that feeling, and I felt like Philly was a good place to be. What does it mean to you that they traded up a spot to go get you? I mean a lot. I mean that they really trust me, and then they they ready for me to come in and work. So when you look at you and Jordan Davis lining up together, can you play all the positions? Like, what is your role going to be with Jordan Davis, and how dominant can this defense line be? Yeah, I can play all the positions, and uh, you know, wherever they they want me at, you know, I'm just do whatever they say. You know, they got they know what's uh, the best in me, and whatever they tell me to do, I'm gonna do it. Are you the best player in this draft? Yes, sir. How long have you believed that? <laughs> Since. Since my freshman year, you know, I felt like, you know, as soon as I get right and learn everything, and then, you know, in my sophomore year when everybody was talking about me a little bit, my name started buzzing, you know, I was like, you know, I could be the best, you know, I am going to be the best. So you got into some off-the-field issues with the incident. Um, your mom has been there for you the whole time. What does your mom mean to you? My mom means a lot. You know, I've been with her my whole life growing up, thick and thin, and, uh, you know, it's, it get rough, but she find a way. And, you know, now I'm here and I found a way for her and now we're about to be straight. <laughs> what did Howie Roseman and Nick Sirianni and the Eagles say to you when they uh, made that call? Yeah. Man, that, it was so loud. My family was yelling. The phone, the service was messing up. You know, all I heard was, all I heard was are you ready to become an Eagle? And I said, yes, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, you got some former teammates on the Eagles. Uh, so I got a surprise for you. Yeah. 
So you were uh, Georgia teammates with these guys, and uh, these guys are welcoming you to Philly. How important was it? There he is. <laughs> What's up, boy? Yeah. Hey, congrats, brother. Let's go. Welcome yeah. to the bird game, man. Yes, go sir. Yes, sir. You know, when I get on my phone, I'm going to hit you up, bro. I can't wait to talk oh, to yeah. you. Yes, sir. Yeah, hit me up, man. Yes, sir. Love you, man. Congrats. Congrats. Enjoy your night. Yes, I love you, boy. Thank what, you. what did N'Kobe Dean mean to you with the Georgia team? He mean a lot. He was a leader. You know, he kept it real with everybody. He told him, you know, you got a job, play a role, go win. And that's what happened. So what do you expect out of N'Kobe Dean getting his shot now? You're going to have you and Jordan Davis clogging up the middle, yeah. getting after it, and N'Kobe Dean in the middle at the linebacker position. Yeah, I know he's still the same, man. He's going to be leading. He's going to lead us to another Super Bowl. We're going to get there. We're going to win it this time. <laughs> how, how about what you guys bring from Georgia with the mentality of winning championships? you got all the Alabama guys on the Eagles offense, and now you got three Georgia guys on the Eagles defense. Hey, Pratt is going to be here for him. <laughs> <laughs> Those are going to be some battles with the Alabama guys on offense? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're going to bring some competition, some work out there. All right. Well, thank you very much, N'Kobe Dean, for uh, FaceTiming with him. That's it. Hey. All right, my boy. How special is that? What kind, of, what kind of comfort does that give you coming to the NFL that you got your former Georgia teammates there with you? It gives me a lot of comfort. You know, I look up to these guys. These guys, when I came in, I didn't have a big head or nothing. I came in, and I looked up to these guys, and I taught these guys, you know, I'm following you. I'm, I'm right behind you, and now that I can see him in the league, it just means a lot. All right, you want to tell Philly something as you uh, become an Eagle tonight? I'm, I'm coming to work, and we're going to go back to the Super Bowl. We're going to win it. Yes, sir. He knows about winning championships, so I'll take it from you. Thank you very much. Congrats to you. All right, let's welcome in Eagles preseason analyst Ross Tucker. And first, let's start with the trade getting DeAndre Swift. Now, he's in the last year of his deal, but do you think that he is actually an upgrade in a way over Miles with the way he's able to catch the ball? You know what, John? That's a really interesting point. I mean, they kind of remind me of each other in terms of how explosive they are, but you look at some of the plays DeAndre Swift made last year, and especially to your point, what he does in the passing game, he's certainly an upgrade when you consider he's about $5 million less than what Miles Sanders is making right now, and he's probably the best player that changed teams on day three of the NFL draft. I mean, all the other guys are fourth through seventh round picks. DeAndre Swift is a known commodity. All right, how about this Eagles team was in the Super Bowl, and they get a guy that people are saying is arguably the most dominant player in the draft in Jalen Carter. Are you comfortable with the off-the-field issues and maybe the work ethic issues, comfortable taking what could be a little bit of a risk? Well, what does Jeffrey Lurie always say? You know, you're not going to be playing it safe. They're not going to just hit it right down the middle. You don't win Super Bowls that way, right? You have to be aggressive at times. And I think it's less risk for the Eagles than other teams. They're a really good team. He has a guy that he reminds me a lot of in Fletcher Cox that can basically be his mentor. And he's got all his teammates here now. I mean, now he's got four teammates from the last two Georgia teams that can keep him doing the right thing. And I think that's one of the reasons why the Eagles felt so comfortable with it. To get a guy that's a top one, two, or three player in this draft at nine is just ridiculous. I remember talking to Devontae Smith after winning the NFC title game, and he said, job's not done. And he says he got that from Alabama. Do you think there really is something to bringing in all these guys from Alabama and Georgia, championship programs, and what they bring as far as culture and what they're learning from their coaches? I think it's a great point, John, that I hadn't really thought about, but these guys know what it's like to be all the hype and have all everything surrounding, and they have stayed focused. Devontae won a national championship. George has won the last couple of years. They didn't go for the rat poison, right, as Nick Saban <laughs> yeah. would say, right? They know the process is the process. It's one of the reasons why they've had so much success. How about Nolan Smith? To get him at 30, 
Are you surprised they were able to get him at 30? Very. I mean, you looked at all the mock drafts. He was either going eight to Atlanta or 10 to Philadelphia. I know a lot of people would have been happy if the Eagles got him at 10. I think maybe, John, he wasn't the perfect scheme fit for some teams. He's 238 pounds. So I think some teams wouldn't want an edge guy that's less than 240 pounds. But the Eagles have the template. It's Hassan Reddick. I mean, he can, you know, I said that Jalen Carter can follow around Fletcher Cox. Well, Nolan Smith can follow around Hassan Reddick and yeah. just do what he does. And like Hassan Reddick, you know, they might be undersized guys. He is not afraid to play the run. I mean, wait till you see the preseason games. Wait till you watch his video. He is violent and aggressive. He wins against the run with his quickness. How about out of this draft class, who do you think is most likely to be able to be in the week one lineup starting? Ooh, that's a good question. You know, I think I might go Sidney Brown. You know, from Illinois, 50-some starts at safety. And you look at, they've got Reed Blankenship, they've got Terrell Edmonds, so it's not going to be easy for him. But he's got as good a chance as anyone to actually earn a starting position. That said, Carter should be in the D-tackle rotation, Smith in the edge rusher rotation, and even Tyler Steen is a guy that I think has a chance to compete for the starting right guard spot now that Isaac Sayamalo is gone. We saw this team in the Super Bowl. They got a pick at 10. They moved up to nine. But this haul that they got coming off a of Super Bowl, they did lose a bunch of free agents. Do you think that they've replenished to remain a Super Bowl contender? Well, they're definitely still a Super Bowl contender. I don't know if they're quite as good as they were last year, but they've definitely replenished. What's kind of amazing is to be a team that was in the Super Bowl like that and to have five guys that we really feel like are going to contribute this year with the first and second round picks and DeAndre Swift. Heck of a weekend for the Burns. You got it. Good to see you again. Always, man. And then we're looking forward to the summer and the preseason. <laughs> It'll days. be August before you know it, John. <laughs> All right, great work. Thanks, man. Thanks a lot. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.